Yo, so, wait, wait, no, no, hold on. Are we on? We gotta get the mixed cloud thing, Frankie. You gotta get the thing up. I said, get the thing up. Pause. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna probably break as soon as you hit the button. Did you? Did it break? I, I hit the button. You hit the button. But do they really want it? Do you really want it? Dude, there's people here waiting for us. Oh, they are. There they are. We haven't even started the show. They're like, okay, hurry up, hurry up. Look, it's like when the it's like when the, the guests arrive. Before you get there? Yeah, like, shh, shh, <laughs> Don't tell anybody. The idiots are coming. The idiots are coming. <laughs> shh. Take the lights. <laughs> At the count of three, is it one, two, three, or is it on, on three? three. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was us last week. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, how you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I'm just saying to myself, I shouldn't be singing Ricky Martin. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I would not be singing Ricky Martin songs right that now. That song now has a whole new kind of, like, meaning to it. Do they really want it? Well, listen. His uh, nephew didn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we can't start. He said the, the nephew did. We can't start the show like this. <laughs> Yo, he you, was really living la vida loca, wasn't he? <laughs> uh, this, sh- this show, uh, this is for entertainment purposes <laughs> only. You are not getting me in trouble this early. We're doing we, so well. Are we going to get sued? Yeah, we're definitely going to get sued. <laughs> His nephew really didn't want it. All right. Uh, yeah, okay. they, uh, <laughs> they are ready. No, so uh, on the important side of that. Uh, no mas ca- tío. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> Yo, stop. Yo, let's get back on the rails. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo. All right. Hi to everybody in the room. BTF Phoenix, how you doing? Nick, Maria, good to see you guys. My man James is in there. What's up, guys? Oh, oh man. Some of this stuff shouldn't be recorded, Frankie. You got to, like, let me get my first five no, minutes before we No, no, no. We practice. <laughs> We've had a year of practice already. Yeah. It's oh, going to be a year, dude. Yo, it's crazy. It's coming up to us fast, man. We got to do something special for our one-year anniversary. Where do you want to go? Do you want somebody to take care of the kids and we can go out? Yeah. I think, honestly, I want to, I think we should do what we always wanted to do, which is, like, uh, the big hoopla. Like, throw a party where a few of the guests that, like, frequent listeners, and we just have, like, a, like, get-together. Like, we, I don't care, like, a firehouse, whatever. And we just have people come by. You do the music. We could DJ. And then we could just do a show, like, live. It'll be our first live show. Okay. Well, not digital live, but live live. Live, 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 like with people, and then they. Can, oh, so, so, oh, okay. Do you want to do that? Yeah, okay, do that. yeah. And we just, and then that way we could vibe with the audience as we do the show, and it'd be a good time. I, I'm not looking at any of them. Oh my god, I'm not looking at any. Oh of man, them. but then that'll be fun. But yo, we had a very exciting week last week, guys. Last week on Sunday of last week, Frankie and I did something we've never done before, and that is. Take pictures. We did a photo <laughs> shoot. Oh my god, dude! I was, yeah. Listen, I, I, as much as I enjoy doing the show and I like doing the prepping and talking here, this yeah. is different. Yeah, this is different. When the camera's pointing at you, yeah, that that is a totally different game. Because you know now, like, and the, the, all right. First off, let me start off by saying shout out to my man Simon K. If you guys don't know who Simon is, please go back and listen to episode three's company. He did a guest appearance where he was on the show. Uh, me and Simon go way back. We we went to the same school together, uh, went to high school together, and uh, super solid dude. And he is actually amazing at his craft, his craft of photography. Please follow him at Simon K Photo on Instagram. He's a legit dude. And the one thing about him that makes him super legit. So real quick backstory. Prior to this photo shoot, Frankie, I did years ago when I wanted to be a rapper. I need it. Listen, <laughs> all right, don't don't laugh. <laughs> I'm, I'm still messing with buttons here. I don't want to hear the rapper stuff right listen, now. Listen, listen. When I wanted to be a rapper, I had, a, you know, I had a little demo I had, you know, put together. 
and I needed to get pictures because I needed like headshots or whatever, right? So I didn't know any photographers at the time that could do it for me, and I was pretty broke. So I went and got glamour shots. <laughs> you didn't. You went did. to you went to the mall. I and went to posed. the mall and I did a glamour shots. Brought in my outfits, whole nine yards, and I went into that little boutique thing, waste of money. That dude, I did. seriously. First of all, they had me in a fetal position. They had me, in, and they were like putting me in these weird positions and then taking pictures. I had to be act like I was comfortable, but I wasn't. Pictures came out. Nuts! I look crazy. They look like pictures that you see in the Macy's catalog. Dude, you should not be you should not be admitting to this at all. Not okay. one bit. I, listen, I had nothing. Dude, it's glamour shots. Frankie, I had nothing from you. It's <laughs> yo, I understand that, but you know people do listen to this. It's glamour listen, shots. Listen, let them think what they want to think. Yo, it's glamour shots. Listen, Frankie, only God could judge me. <laughs> Hold on, I think I just got a text from him. He says. Please tell him to stop. <laughs> it's glamour shots. Glamour shots. But listen, I know I was beautiful. <laughs> I, I can't. Anyway, look. no. So you no seriously. So, you really went in. To, I, really, to... I literally went in there. I I will show you the pictures one day, Frankie, when we we're drinking. Um. But anyway, I went in there. I had. I, the I'm a little. I'm a little embarrassed for you. I know. It's okay. It's a, oh, Frankie, don't worry. For you. Oh, don't worry, Frankie. It's just, it's just like, hi, my name is Rashawn. I would like to have a photo shoot with you. Yeah. And they looked at you, and they went straight positive. I can see it. I can see. They were like, oh my god, you haven't done this before. And I was like, no. <laughs> oh, you fell for the whole. Anyway, anyway, listen, Frankie, pay attention. I'm not gonna anyway. pay attention, man. So anyway, okay, maybe I they will. put me in. You know, they they force you into these positions when they pose you. And what I liked about what Simon did was he didn't do any of that. He wanted us to be in our natural state as possible when taking these pictures. So he made sure that the room, like, we were comfortable. He joked with us. He put on some great music in the background, had us rocking. We was in our element. And let me tell you guys, ladies and gentlemen, Frankie. Frankie. Why? He talked about me getting embarrassed with my glamour shots. <laughs> no. I'm, listen. No, 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 no. No, first of all, let's, let's, get, this, let's get this straight. Let's get this straight. Ladies you walk in, no, wait. you walk in, you saw that big white wait. wall, and you started dancing like you were like you were like Usher and getting ready to I did. perform. I did. I went all in. Like I was in the moment. He said be as natural as possible, so I went in there and put on the show. But my man Frankie, he was like, you know, and Frankie, you know, if you don't have friends with him, it takes him a while to open up. Like he's gonna, you know, I, he's, I, he gotta warm up to you. He's like a car engine in the winter. You gotta like let it run for a little bit, give it some time, let the motor get going. And then he took a minute, but then when Frankie hit his groove, no, no, what when happened? Frankie got you in his it sound like no, 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 yo, no. When Frankie got in his bag, yo, no, you're, no, what you're doing is you're making it sound like one way. So no, Wait. so the whole no, so the whole thing, you're not doing this to me. No way, you're gonna. I'm do not this gonna to do me. this. What you you're not gonna do this. You that. I'm not gonna do so this. So we so we walk in and you know they, you know Simon's like great. You know Rashawn's like oh I'll take pictures of this, take pictures of that, and he's all happy. And he had his other buddy there. Oh who's Alex, a, the videographer. Shout out to Alex, who's and, a cinematographer who did all the behind the scenes footage that we're gonna share with you guys once it gets edited. So so they're over there. They're enjoying everything, and they they're like oh this is great. It's gonna be an easy shoot. Then they get me, and they're like. Um, what do we do? <laughs> can, can you dance? I'm like, that's a no. <laughs> do you know any song or the lyrics? No. <laughs> and so they, they, they were like, okay, come up with something. So I started doing a skit. Yes, he did. I, I the complete in, my, in, my, my whole impersonation of, of Andrew Dice Actually, Clay. I pointed it out. I said, Frankie, do Andrew Dice Clay for him. And, 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 and I, a complete 100% yep. original material right then and there. He went off. I went off. It was it was probably a solid five minutes. Yeah. The 
they were on me. They were like taking pictures. So I don't think I started feeling a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, man. Frankie got his bag. So now what's what what he I'm not, is trying to say. I am not gonna say what you think I'm gonna say, Frankie. Yes, you are the picture that he sent us. No, I'm not gonna tell yes, you. you I was are. not gonna talk about it. I was gonna talk about you twerking. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, because I was like, oh, you want me to act like a fool? So we started dancing, I started twerking, and listen, they lost it. Listen, all I know is in my life of knowing Frankie, I've only seen Frankie twerk three times. And it was all that day. No. <laughs> <laughs> Once I came here for his 44th birthday party and he was by the grill and he was getting excited with the food there and he started popping it. <laughs> Second time was at the girl's graduation party. You twerked for Nick. <laughs> oh, that's your guy. That's my guy. You twerked for Nick. But then, yet, you know, yeah. that's my guy right now. I yeah. got to tell you a story yeah. what happened yesterday with him. Oh, my okay. God. And the third time was with Simon. So for Simon to get you to get to that point, that's when I know Simon is great at his job because he got Frankie to really cut loose and have a good time and let loose. So I'm, I'm super proud of Frankie because Frankie, once the ball got rolling, it no, was we the, had fun. It was the Frankie show for sure. No, we I, I can't wait to get that behind the scenes footage because – it's going to be some amazing content in there. Yeah, but, uh, but I'm telling you right now, um, I'm telling your wife right now, no, there's no selling those pictures. <laughs> and a BTF Phoenix, there there was no feather boa over the shoulder. Oh, no, no, no. We nah. put the feather boa away. No, nah, that's that wasn't me. <laughs> there was a magic mic moment. But, <laughs> but that was yours. <laughs> no, that, <laughs> that was so you. No, no, I could twerk. That was no, fine. No, but no. that whole magic mic thing about you. With, with with moving Listen, up and down, oh, no, no, that was no, all you. No, no, Frankie put on he put on a genuine special in that photo shoot. Yeah. <laughs> yo, it's so, yo, but that's a lot of so, work, man. Yo, it was yo, and it was hot in there. So me and Frankie, first of all, we're battling. Both of us battling the sweat. Like who could sweat more? Yo, I won. Video. I won. If, listen, if we were gonna auction anything, we you could have gotten like sixty gallons of sweat from me from that day. Bro, we were fighting over the air conditioning. Like trying to stay. There was no fight. There was no fight. I kept pushing you right off. (laughs) There was no fight. Yo, I was loving that air conditioner. Yeah, that air conditioner was like our best friend almost the whole time. But yeah, anyway, long story short, excellent photo shoot. Simon is amazing at his his, uh, job. And he actually sent us a few preview shots of some of the pictures that he took that he's been working on. Um, The pictures are just absolutely amazing. He actually makes me look normal. Yo, he, I don't, yo. I don't know how he did it. This dude is a magician. Like, if you guys need pictures taken, whether you uh, going to the park, uh, getting wedding wedding pictures, vacation, just hire him. Like, and I'm not even saying this just to just to blow smoke up you. I I, I vouch for this man. We're gonna find a way to put his uh, contact information on our banner so you can see it and contact him. But the dude is legit. Like, go check his Instagram out. You can see some of his work. The guy is amazing. He could do video. He could do pictures. Whatever you need. He stays booked and busy. So the fact that he took time to take us in, good luck, Simon. Yeah, if, you, you. if you go on Instagram, you can go on there. He's, it's Simon K Media uh, on Instagram. You can actually see his product, his work there. Guy's amazing. Uh, had a good time with that. Yeah, man. We had a blast, man. Dude, can we get the show started? No, no. Hold on. Hold on. I wanna, before we get started, because another thing I want to talk about before we get started, because this is not going to be on the show. Uh, I Two episodes ago, me and you spoke about the Drake album. <clears throat> okay. I, I finally listened. And? So let me tell you how my music review process goes. So whenever I listen to any new music, I always first, I take the album and I listen to it from start yep. to finish, right? That like, I, cause I want to hear how the artist intended it, how they curated the album, right. how it sounds. After I do that one time, I don't like to give them just one listen. I go back and listen again. And then the real test come in Frankie. The third time goes on shuffle. Random. <laughs> yeah. If your album can be 
still pretty good on shuffle, where it's not going to be that right. cohesive experience, then you have a pretty solid album. Drake's album is, if you are into electronic dance music, you will kind of enjoy. You will enjoy this album. You will enjoy this album. Yeah. This is not necessarily my bag, but I wanted to jump into it because I love all kinds of music, and I just wanted to give it a chance. Because again, I, like I said before, I'm a Drake fan. I have all his albums. I said, let me give it a shot. Some of the songs on that album definitely sound Drake-ish, like Sticky and uh, Jimmy Choo's, I think it's called, or something like that. Yeah. But those are like the hardcore Drake album songs. He has another one, Tex Go Green. That is so Drake. That remind me of old Drake. But here's the thing. It's good. Here's the critique on the album. Drake is not the best of singers. No. So his singing on it comes across almost like a monotone one note through the whole he was album. It. And he had a few times he tried to throw a falsetto here yeah. and there, but I felt like it, it kind of felt repetitive. Like it was like one note. What I would like Drake to do, and I'm sure it's going to cost a lot of money, but he has a lot of money. I would like him to take these same songs and pick some of his favorite artists to sing them. I would have yeah. loved to hear like Sabrina Claudia on one of the tracks or Jamie Foxx on one of the tracks or, you know, just different voices, yeah. doing, like singing the same lyrics, keep the same beat. Cause the beat, all the beats was rocking. The beats was in a bag. Like the production is a one. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I would, I would, if he could do like a DJ Khaled kind of thing, mm -hmm. you know, how DJ Khaled, he just recruits mad people and yeah. just makes an album. If Drake did the same thing, but just well, this album, he'd, he'd be it would go, it head. would go nuts. It I would agree. go nuts. I like it. So anyway, uh, it was a pretty good album. Um, it was a fun listen. I actually listened to it while I was in the gym, and uh, it was pretty good. So if you haven't checked it out, I know a lot of people were bashing it, um, but uh, it's actually a pretty good album. So go check it out. No, it's 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 good. Again, you know, like I'm I'm not a person that's a big fan or anything yeah. like that, but it's a it's good. I like the music. Yeah. You know? He got some Jersey House in there too, man. Some of them, some tracks. I was like, yo, this bring me back to Hunker Bunker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, man. Let's go ahead and get started. Let's get the show going. Um, ready to get it started. I know you guys missed us. We missed you guys. Hope you guys are all enjoying yourselves. Hope you had a great weekend. And now you get to basically crash with the boys here on a Sunday night. <laughs> Hopefully, Frankie hasn't forgotten the buttons like he does every week. And uh, hopefully, we get it's started. One button. <laughs> Frankie's always like, the buttons are moving. It's because they're colored. <laughs> I'm done with you. Life lessons with idiots. Say three is a magic number. Three Pete. Welcome to season three. Rocking with the best. In the Cloud Radio proudly presents. Presents. Presents Life Lessons with Idiots. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Life Lessons with Idiots. We're your hosts, Frankie and Rashawn, and it's time to preheat the oven. It's time to cook up in here. Come for the music and comedy, but stay for the lessons. They're definitely and still, still. not the smartest in the room. I was like, what? They were, they were like <laughs> clapping, they were like. <laughs> Hey, man. <laughs> so, you released the demons. 
My mother looked at me. She said, boy, that boy got an anointing on him. <laughs> but they're definitely not the dumbest. So here we go again. Life Lessons with Idiots. Hey, er, welcome to Life Lessons with Idiots. We're your boys, Frankie and Rashawn. Today is August 14th, 2022. Thank you so much for stepping in and listening to us. You guys know how to reach us. You know how to follow us. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. So please look us up on your social media sites and give us a follow so you can stay in tune for whenever we're about to go live and all other announcements as well as our pictures that we were discussing. Uh, We'll definitely have those posted once they have been edited, cleaned up, and continue to make us look glorious. Once again, as Frankie mentioned earlier in the show, shout out to Simon K Media. Please look him up. He has a YouTube channel. He's on Instagram. He's our boy. He's definitely a friend of the show, fellow idiot. Uh, shout out to him. By the way, his daughters beat me up in a swimming pool uh, oh, like two weeks ago. Um, but we'll talk about that another time. Um, anyway, just want to say, yo, please check us out on Spotify as well as on uh, Stitcher, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, Alexa. We are on all streaming services. So please be sure whatever is your favorite streaming service to go with, you can easily just look us up on Life Lessons with Idiots. We will appear like genies in a lamp. And you can go ahead and give us a follow. Also, by the way, if you would like to listen to our live show as it's happening, like some of the people who are already in the, in the chat room right now, uh, you could go on to MixCloud.com and look up In The Cloud Radio. Uh, that is the station that we shoot our awesome show out of. Um, and by following that station, you'll be able to tune into the live show and be able to participate in the chat room. You'll be able to share some banter with us, kick it with us, and have a good time. <clears throat> Oh, and if you would like to send us any feedback, uh, any suggestions, or any uh, thoughts, comments, tell us how much you love the show, tell us how much you hate the show, <laughs> feel free to send us an email at lifelessonswithidiots at gmail.com. All right. I feel like I got all the important disclaimers out of the way. So, Frankie, how you feeling, brother? Uh, I'm still trying to sit up here. So. All right. All right. He's moving and grooving. 15 seconds. All right. Don't worry, ladies and gentlemen, if you're in the live show, Frankie's about to get the visuals up so you can see our ugly mugs that were in the photo shoot. Hopefully, I'm in decent color this time. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Vis- visuals are up. We ready to rock, brother. All right, give me one second here. I just gotta... All right, Frankie, I got to get going. Yeah, do your thing there. Um, I just got to... Um... Okay, so I'm going to go right into current events. And then you can just talk as you do your thingy thing. All right? This is where I'm going. Okay, so first current event that I want to bring up. So one of my friends brought up to me that her uh, college student is, you know, her, her child is a college student. And they have this new sort of capability now. Which they have is? this ability to now go onto an app <clears throat> and look up the bios of other people in their class, uh, grade class, and they are able to look at their bios of these different people to determine who should be their roommate in their dorm. It's almost like Tinder, but for college roommates. Isn't this crazy? That is now. Yeah. <clears throat> so now they could look up and they could see like who you match up with and if their bio like do you have similar interests? Is this a person who you could kick it with? Is this a person who might be a psychopath? You could kind of like get a gauge of who they are uh but through this app. Don't ask me the name of the app. The the person couldn't tell me. Um but yeah, colleges are offering this so that when you go to the college, you could kind of know who your roommate is before you go to the room and uh you know, have a better chance of hitting it off. What do you think about that? I don't. I don't like it. And I can tell you why I don't like it. But give me your thoughts. I just don't think that 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 should be put. 
on the on the student. They should be able to. Everybody should be able to go into a place and says, okay, this is the dorms. This is the room you're in. Boom, have a nice day. Learn to adjust. And exactly. that's the problem because now you're gonna have oh that person looks like their email oh that person looks like they're to this they're that to that oh yeah. that person looks to you this to, th and then all of a sudden now you have all these people they're gonna want their own rooms because they feel like they're not they're not benefiting from it because they're gonna feel uncomfortable. It's softening the world. I don't like it. Frankie, me and you are in agreement on this. I was hoping you go the other way, but no, I mean you are kind of like on the same page. Uh, so from one hand, I understand the technology aspect of it. I think it's pretty cool. Because I've seen I've seen horror stories of people getting roommates in their dorm room where people who were like either partied all the time, like they didn't even pay to go to school. They their parents paid for them to go and they just did not take school serious. They partied all night, they strolled into the room, waking people up, they didn't study, they they were slobs in the room, and it led to a lot of tension where people had to switch rooms to go be with other people and stuff like that. So I get it. I heard horror stories. So I understand the technical technology aspect of creating this cool feature so you can kind of network prior but i agree with you frankie you should because i feel like life doesn't work that way <laughs> you are going to get a job you are going to do something in your future where you're going to have to probably work with people you don't like or people who don't fully respect you or respect it doesn't, your it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense you it's, gotta it's, get be prepared and adapt you know you're you're making this entire world soft i mean like everybody's gonna want to be like oh no but what about me what about me what i know it's not about you it's about surviving in this world adjusting adjusting to to what's happening at the moment and and making the best of it but you're turning around and you're gonna be like oh i'm gonna download this app and i'm gonna be like no i don't want to live with this person i don't swipe. want to do that no gonna... swipe left you know something <laughs> they need to stop <laughs> it with the apps yeah, they need it's, to just let people let 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 just people be people where they can go like back in the day when you walked in and you saw a person in the room. They're like, yo, I got the right bunk. All right. You got the left one. Yeah, that's it. It's this. It's off. I do like that. I do think one. I think it exposes you to either more cultures and more different kind of personalities, because I feel like if you stick to only the things that you know and you only stick to the ideologies and the people that you surround yourself with and you just stick to those people. You will never be exposed to different cultures. You'll never get exposed to different ideas. You'll never get exposed to different, just different experiences because you kind of catered or customized your experience to just only be consistent with what you only know and what makes you comfortable. And part of growth is being uncomfortable and stepping outside of that box and getting to know people because, you know. It's just, it's no good. So listen, I, I just got to address something real quick. So, you know, yeah. like we get people to come into the chat, right? Yeah. And they walk in here and. And you know some some of them you know I send them alert hey we're live blah 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 yeah, yeah, blah yeah. blah. So you know I, I you know I'm a nice guy you know I, I text a couple of people hey we're live you know. Oh BC you give them Phoenix. the VIP treatment you got like a whole call list that you'd be like yo the bat signals up we going up. <laughs> right so I I do that yeah because you know it's like they like listening to the show and I'm like All okay right. that's not a problem. So here we have Felix Enrique he's in the chat right now. Felix Enrique Enrique he's Enrique. Also, he's, he's also his known he's known as DJ Cabo because he does uh, DJ Cabo Cabo anytime it's a DJ I got to give him the echo effect. Yeah and DJ uh, Cabo Cabo great Cabo. guy but he he goes and texts me he goes that's a big forehead you have. Oh, dang. He, I'm like, why are you going to put me on blast? Yeah, like, he said you were ahead of the class. <laughs> I'm ahead of the class. <laughs> and, he, and he thinks that he I'm... He said, you real headstrong. And he's like, oh, I'm... He's like... <laughs> he's, oh, my God. So he's like, he's over here going, I'm just going to text it to him because, you know, I don't want him to feel uncomfortable. Yo, Felix needs my number yeah. so he can just send me the jokes and I'll no. just keep... <laughs> no, so I, I'm over here going, oh, you want, you want to just send me a private text? Well, Felix, 
You're not. I'm not the only one with the big forehead. Okay, at least my forehead has a he- hairline in the front. Ooh, he said you got the it, LeBron hairline. It's, it's in the front. My hairline does not start on the back. <laughs> on the back of the lower part of my neck. Dad, he said you got the Fraser haircut. <laughs> Get the. <laughs> Felix looks like powder. He said. <laughs> Okay. Oh man. Oh man. All right. All right. Yeah, we got. Let's get back on the rails. Hey, Karina. He, he Felix didn't know this was gonna happen today. <laughs> this show went off the rails real quick. Yeah. He's like. He's like. Oh, Frank. Uh, your head is really big. Okay. Calm down there, powder. <laughs> he said powder. Dang, man. Why he got to be the like the albino? Yeah. Oh. Um, so no. So I got some stuff. I I I got some stuff that I you have really to bring got, up. Oh God. You about to kill this guy? No, no, no. I'm done. I'm All done. Right, with you him. Don't feel like, all right, go ahead. I'm going on the next. Okay. <laughs> he did. He hit it with an Ariana Grande. So, <laughs> so, so last week, okay, was the biggest joke that I was hacked. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh biggest yeah, yeah. Joke got, that yeah. I was hacked. Yeah, Frankie, right? Frankie, Mister Ghost Online got hacked. He got, yeah. he got taken. <laughs> yes. Wait. So now, well. Okay, go ahead. I won't steal your thunder. Good so, thing. So I I, I want to let everybody know. Can I just, hold up, before you tell them, can I just tell them something ridiculous that you did? So, ladies and gentlemen, the hacker hacked. That's part of my thing. Oh, it is? Oh, of course. Oh, come on. I wanted to tell them. Go, no. ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do your thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I get into this whole thing. So I'm like, I can't believe I got hacked. It was part of the show last week, and we're going back and forth. So the hacker does not know. I ha- We have other... You know the the podcast, and and I have other Instagram pages for you know for DJing and the show and all this. So why does the guy the the hacker decide that he wants to try to pull something off on me, <laughs> uh, like on the shelf? So he thought he was talking to somebody else. Meanwhile, I'm having a great conversation with this guy, going back and forth. <laughs> and and Rashad's like, you're actually talking to him. I said, yeah. He's like, oh, would you would you vote for me? I'm like, nah. This is only for this is only for show purposes. He's like, okay, but would you vote for me? I said, nah, I don't think so. Rashawn's like, you're talking to the guy that hacked you? Yeah. No, no. You even skipped the part. See, this is why I should have said it. The guy goes, hi, would you do this for me? And Frankie goes, nah, this is really for the show. He goes, but did you check out our show? The guy goes, of course. <laughs> yeah. And Frankie says, well, what do you think? You enjoyed it? And the guy's like, yeah, good show. He goes, all right, thanks, man. Yeah. And then Frankie just hits me up like, hey, at least we got another listener. I'm like, the guy, <laughs> you are basically talking to your kidnapper. That's like, okay. <laughs> you but, can't be friends. But what with did the I do? Who what did I do? I turned, I turned around and I played it on him. I got my I page back. He did. Frankie. Went. I was not going down without a fight. I got my page back and the guy knows. Frankie, and trust me, he knows. Frankie with all CSI and. <laughs> found this, this dude's IP address, find where he lives. <laughs> it was all, like, all, all I know is that I got my page back and he's not getting it. That's right. Frankie did his thing. I did my thing. So that... Good stuff, Frankie. It was one of the, one of the things I was like, you know, because being, <laughs> so being in IT... Being in IT... No, I didn't hack him. No, I'm only playing. I'm no, only playing. So I, Just you know, jokes. So being in IT and everybody knows that I've been doing this for, for so many years, they're going to be like, you didn't even ret- attempt to recover it? I got like a reputation. I know. Your rep's on the line, bro. Yeah, so I was like, I, there's no there's, way I can just let this go. There's no. mad nerds around the world like, no, he didn't. No. <laughs> no. So I got I got my, I was able to get my site back. And I then I had to go through the entire thing because they did, I, 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 I don't know what they're called. It's like sock puppets or whatever they call themselves where they create profiles. Oh, yeah. So they yeah. can stay in the profile so in case something happens. Oh. So I had to go through every single one of my, like every prove, person. You had to prove your identity. Yeah, to everybody. Why is it always the innocent people who I feel like get the most scrutiny? Like I feel like whenever I go to do something, 
I get like grilled, like, am I committing fraud? But then the people, the fraudsters, I feel like that no due diligence is done on them. Yeah. They be going in there like, my name's Charlie Brown. Now I'm going to buy these houses. Uh, I work for Peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they, they trust me, every single one of them pays their dues one way or another. Oh, yeah. They always do. But, um, yeah, so that's all taken care of now. Good job, Frankie. Round of applause for you. <sighs> the crowd goes wild. No, so it was it was it was interesting. It was it was it was too challenging, but um, we were able to get through it. Awesome. The uh, I'm gonna throw. You're gonna keep cooking? Yeah, I'm gonna give you. Um, I wanted to... a current event. Oh, you have a current event too? Because yeah. I have a few more. All right. Okay. Right. Do you hear the whole thing about Mariah Carey? Oh no! You got Mariah Carey news? I got a Mar- Mariah Carey news. Okay. She's trying to trademark the Queen of Christmas. I mean, I give it to her. Yeah. So there's <laughs> another lady. There's a lady. Her name is Elizabeth Chan. Who? Who, yeah, <laughs> but she's known as the Queen of Christmas. The Queen of Christmas. Give me a break. No, she she really does is. She, does she own the Christmas song of the year? So she's they're, they're actually going to sue. Get out of here! Oh my God, she has to go somewhere. I'm sorry. She she she's going to sue because she is actually that she's known well, how, as. The Queen why of is she known as the Queen of Christmas? Though? Because she does all these things. She does like um. I shouldn't uh, be crapping on her if I'm no. She's resume. she she does stuff for like um like stuff to buy. She does events. Okay. A lot, of, a lot of good stuff that she does. Oh, so she it. does like a ton of charitable work. Yeah, she does a lot of stuff, and she Mariah she just gets sings, paid. But Mariah wants to own Christmas. I don't blame her. I've been, I've, I gave Mariah Christmas like five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then the, the 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 biggest article, the the biggest complaint is that Mariah said in in an interview like in 2017 or something like that. She said years ago. She said that she that that she is not the queen of Christmas. The only queen of Christmas is is um is Mary. Oh, okay. So. She did. She doesn't want the title, but all, all right. of a sudden, she's trying to get a trademark for it. Well, all right. Well, so, she could be the princess of Christmas. Yeah. So I don't know that whole thing. So I was cracking up because we were we were talking about um, yeah the challenges and and how she is and, and yeah yeah and I, I can't was, believe it though. I gotta do. I'm, I'm good. Good find there. I gotta do some more research on that woman. Yeah, because I'm rooting for Mariah. Anyway, oh, <laughs> Mar- Mariah, Mariah will win, but Elizabeth Chan is actually a legit lady. She does good stuff. Nah, so. good stuff for her. I mean, I mean, I mean, it could be two queens. I mean, there's more than one king. Like, yeah, well, why can't it be more than one queen? I mean, I guess because the trademark, because, you know, I'm sure there's some branding involved in there that Mariah wants to do and stuff like that. But, oh, yeah. All right. Whatever. But everybody knows that come October 1st. Yeah, we already know. <laughs> Mariah does a whole trailer before Christmas comes. As soon as, like, Thanksgiving is wrapped up, she comes out with her elf outfit and she's like, yo, y'all know what time it is. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, she's crazy. <laughs> uh, one thing I want to do is... um. Condolences to the Olivia Newton-John family. Yes. Um, yes. Olivia Newton-John is definitely an icon. Uh, if you've never seen the movie Grease, I don't think you're on this planet. Yes. Um, Our hit single, let's, let's get physical. Let's get physical. You know, uh, another one that they fought cancer for many years. Yeah. And, you know, everybody has their time. And, you know, yeah. this week was hers. So condolences to her. And then Anne Heche. And hey, yeah. yeah. So condolences to their families, and I, I hope everybody, you know, sticks together and gets through this strongly. Yeah, absolutely. Those are my two. Awesome. No, good headlines, Frankie. I like it. I I'm mean, sorry, I'm sorry, he's not Usher. No, no, no. Other, <laughs> <laughs> other than the last, that, the last, you know, obviously the, the sad news on the yeah. last one. I won't want to say love it to that, but yeah, prayers and wishes to those families. Um, switching gears a little bit. Um, I wanted to bring up the the Mike Tyson versus Hulu dispute. And get your thoughts on it. So, and this is pretty deep because I've been reading more into this. So, for those that don't know, Mike Tyson, the f- infamous boxer who many people know, youngest heavyweight champion ever, uh, 
huge figure, bit Evander Holyfield's ear, whole nine yards. And as you could probably imagine, Mike Tyson has had one very dynamic, intriguing, and kind of captivating life when you look at all the life experiences that he's gone through. The different things that's happened to him on a personal level, his family, whole nine yards. Mike Tyson is developing his own movie that was supposed to star Jamie Foxx. Right. However, Hulu, also realizing how captivating Mike Tyson is, created a TV series um, documenting Mike Tyson's entire life. And they had an actor, soundtrack, full whole nine yards. They put this whole production together. And Mike Tyson is obviously completely against it. Because he did not share his rights with Hulu to do this movie. But they were, do, do they really need that? They don't. And this is what I wanted to get at, Frankie. I wanted to get at to the point that um, you have no rights over your likeness. So, like, whatever is public information, like, if, uh, if people found listen to this podcast and they took all of our stories and they made a sitcom out of all this. Don't give anybody that, any ideas. I'm just <laughs> this is you. about us. <laughs> I'm just serious. I'm telling you. If they were to t- do a sitcom, taking all the stories, all the life lessons that me and you have shared on this show for weeks, all 30 episodes, and they created a TV series, um, there's not really much we could do to stop them from doing it. They could take our likeness. They could, they could do all this, create a production, and get it out there. And I wanted to get your thoughts, like, because uh, where does the, the fine line, because if it's public information, I don't think it's considered plagiarism because they'll say loosely based on uh, events that happen to life lessons with idiots. So by saying loosely based or these are inspired by true events, they could take that and create whole new content out of it just by putting that little tagline because they're like, we didn't take word for word, but we said it was inspired by what these two were talking about and basically put a production together. You know something? I can't, I'm, I'm not mad at it. I'm going to be honest with you. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. Because it's, to me, I look at that stuff and I, I look at it as, as um, a different person's point of view of what your life was like. And we, you know, they did it with everything. They did it with princess Diana. They do it. They do it with yeah. so many different people. I don't have a problem with that at all now. But if you think, that these that that uh, if you feel that they shouldn't be doing this type of stuff, then you, you're in the wrong business. It's no. gonna happen. You know, this is how people make money. So here's my thing, though: when it's for documentary purposes, I'm all for it. Like if you're documenting events, like historical events, like say me and you, people watched our story, they saw our rise, they took our audio, they took our video, and they said, "Here are these guys from Jersey who you know started from." not having a clue what they're doing and they still don't know what they're doing, but they're getting accolades and they're being globally heard. And someone creates a cool Buzzfeed or complex news uh, documentary about us. Then I'm okay with it because you're just basing it on the show. You're basing on the characters of the show. But when you start going into my personal life and assuming certain things, like what if they said, Oh, you know, Frankie, uh, he's this beloved character with this beautiful marriage, but what you don't know about Frankie and Karen. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they start bringing up some gossip that they heard from, that they interviewed uh, neighbors, and they said, well, one time Frankie didn't take the garbage out. And we just That's saw not it. not one time. That's like we, all the time. We saw a chocolate come out the window and hit him in the head. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then they put that in a movie. <laughs> yeah. So so okay. So you're gonna have a, a, a Spanish girl in the window. Yeah. Throwing a chancleta at a guy that yeah. doesn't want to take out the garbage. Okay. You know something? I saw that. I saw that. It's I saw that in um. I like it like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> I, yeah, I saw so stupid. You know, yeah. I saw that in, in Living Color. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I, you well, know, what I'm saying is, but, but you get what I'm saying, though. Like, that's, I don't think that's fair. But no, it's not fair, but you can't stop people from putting their own point of view of stuff out there. Bottom line is, bottom line is that, you know, like, you can only control the content for yourself. True. But what if it conflicts with what you're trying to put out? What I'm saying is, like, say me and but, you putting out something. So you, so you use the same weapon that they're using. You use the media. Oh, okay. So this is what you want to say about me? Okay, no problem. Hello, Jimmy Fallon. Can I be on your show tonight? Okay. Well, and that's go not, out there and, and, and put them on blast. But that's what that's what exactly Tyson's been doing. He's been very vocal. He's been speaking out. He wants people to boycott this thing. So if you haven't heard, he doesn't want you guys to go on Hulu and watch this. But I can tell you right now, I'm watching it. We're all watching it. We're all gonna watch it because. We want to see how yeah, he got yeah. done, and his life story is amazing. So, and 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 again, it's it's always loosely based. I mean, a lot of the stuff is. I mean, you we know, saw with, like, with the Lakers the Showtime on HBO, the basketball series series. Yeah, no, it's you know, what are you gonna do? You can't stop the people, but you need you need to prepare yourself to defend it. Yeah, that's okay. all you need to do. And again, you you are an icon. You are a celebrity. You are famous. Don't you think that somebody else does not want to reap the benefit off of you? Oh, yeah. Everybody does. You know, there's nothing you can do to stop that. Um, this is going to be funny when Frankie gets famous. Why? Because <laughs> there's going to be a lot of people trying to, they're going to be Frankie t shirts, Frankie sweat sweat towels. Frankie's, sweat towels. Frankie's, it's going to be all kinds of branded stuff. And I'm be like, yo, Frankie, you get any money off of that? Especially if you ain't getting money off of it. That's crazy to me. No, listen, I was about to tell everybody, if you're going to do this, at least throw me a couple. Uh, throw me a few dollars. Yeah, throw me a few bucks. <laughs> you know, I'll take 10%. Nice. Look at that. Oh, look at that. Don't start negotiating that. We, that's not writing yet. We want more than that. Yeah. No, no this is for the small stuff. The big yeah. stuff, we're going big screen. We're doing a lot more. And I oh, want man. I, I want money off the gross, not the net. I can't. I already know that stuff. So I got a, I got another fun, uh, well, not a fun, but a cool story, current event. You ready, Frankie? Good. So they were trying to figure out why is it that some people could achieve the American dream? If you don't know, the American dream is like having a house, having a white picket fence, having, you know, beautiful kids, nice cars, blah, blah, blah. Like you you started from nothing and you made something and you got you were able to do do well for your family. And they're like, how does this happen for some people? And it doesn't work for others. And they said and somebody did a study. These scientists uh, it's from Nate, uh, the articles from Nature. And what they did was the study used a sample representing 72 million people on Facebook to map the socioeconomic profile of their friends on the platform. What they found out was that children who live in neighborhoods with more cross-class interaction, dubbed economic connectedness, have a much greater chance of climbing out of poverty than children who live in places where low-income and high-income people mingle less often. So basically, they're saying that if you are in the ghetto and you only associate with people in the ghetto, you are likely to remain in the ghetto. That's a bunch of crap. <laughs> that's no, that's that's the dumbest crap I ever heard. I'm just telling you what the, what the that's study the is. Dumbest, I that's didn't even get to the question dumbest. yet, Frankie. <laughs> so, all right, we, we can debate on it. I'll, I'll have fun with it. But so they were saying that, that, but if you are, if you have some sort of socioeconomic connections to people who are wealthier, then there's a greater probability of you being able to 
come out of poverty no. and have a more prosperous life than if you were to stay. So, Frankie, with that being said, you obviously couldn't hold it in. It's a bunch of crap. <laughs> All right, why do you think it's a bunch of crock? You can't just say it's crap. No, it, it, is crap. it is crap. All right, crap. give your reasoning. I, this, give your reasoning. Dude, I grew up in Patterson. I, I come uh -huh. from a poor family. Okay. Extremely poor, okay? Got you. We went, we went winters with no electricity. Got you. Okay. okay. Nights with no food. Got okay. it. I'm there. You're dirt poor. Uh, dirt poor. I mean, uh, like homeless people were giving us stuff. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's how bad it was. Okay. Okay. <laughs> they were like, no, you eat it. You know, but that type of stuff. But we we knew that that's not the life that we wanted to live. So if you're choosing, if you're going to choose to be that person, be like, oh, this is where I'm from. This is where I got to be like, well, then you're, you're, you're settling. You're becoming the statistic that this, this entire country bases things on. It says, oh, you know, 37% of the people that come out of the, you know, you know, that are in the inner city will never make it. Well, that's yeah. because, you know, you're not putting yourself out there. I mean, like, you know, listen, I'm not saying that I made it, mm -hmm. but I'm going to say that I knew where I was and I knew where I wanted to be. Yeah. So if you're not putting it out there, don't complain. I don't think it's a matter of complaining. No, I think but it's put a the hustle of, in. I think it's a, so, Frankie. Everything you're saying is 100% correct, Frankie. You are 100% correct. Everyone is responsible for the path they choose, and everyone is responsible for going out and making something out of the, their life that they're, they're supposed they're, they they're supposed to do that on their own. However, what I think the study is trying to focus on is that. If people are not exposed to different environments or different areas that they could achieve, they will have no aspiration to go and achieve it. They are, they will basically stick with the mindset of what they only know. Like, I remember growing up, like, the big thing was my a lot of my friends never been outside of the city or ever been on vacation. Like, if they did vacations, it was like, oh, we went to we, – we stayed at, like, a, a motel or whatever just so we could use the pool. You know what I'm saying? Like it, some people never get spoken, and they think that that's all there is. No, that's because it's the blame. And Felix said it right in the chat. He goes, "People need to stop playing the victim role," and that's exactly it. And and they are. They they really. Uh, there are people. Okay, I'm gonna correct myself. There are people out there that are not gonna be able. It's hard for them, and they're not gonna be able to make it out every which way. But if they're giving it a shot to try to figure it out, that's what matters. Because you can live in the ghetto and you can live in the hoods and all this and all that and still kind of make it by not becoming a drug dealer, uh, uh, ending, ending up in jail, like 17 different baby mamas. Okay, you can make it and still be there. But if they're turning around saying that if you, you don't have the, the resources or you're not, you're not putting yourself out there, you need to educate yourself. There's public libraries. Everybody has internet. The poorest person today has internet in their house. If they want to learn how to make it, they need to go on the internet and stop YouTubing how to dance to this stupid TikTok and that dumb TikTok and go out there and learn something. Let me know when you... <laughs> I, that, that's, that, that hits a nerve because I come from that. We, we all... Everybody comes from humble beginnings and struggles. And no, I'm not, not everybody. This is not, not everybody. Not everybody comes well, from the humble beginnings. Every, okay. There are people out there. They come out... They have silver spoons. There are people out I understand there that, Frankie. That, that, that have it given to them, and we, then we, we they abuse that. it, and I get that. I said a lot of people have come from humble beginnings and have made something for themselves, and I'm not trying to make excuses for these people that didn't. I'm just trying to point out that sometimes not being exposed to different environments could leave you mentally trapped to not want to aspire for more. Right. That's so it. They, they need to... How would you know if you need to if this is all you know? Okay. You're asking me? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Like, how would you know that you want more if you've never been exposed to it? Because I knew I didn't want to live there. 
How would you know if all you know that this is what my mom did? This is all that I've lived up to. This is a, this is where my mom worked at the grocery store. I'm going to work at the grocery store. And this is the most that I'm ever going to get because this is all I've been taught. And this is all I know. Because I, I, you, I, I have the mindset of saying you have I, the mindset. Right. I grew up in that. I know. But you have the mindset. Not everybody about, has yeah, that mindset. They need to have it within themselves to do it. Okay, you're not, you're, we're, we're going to hit a dead end here. No, you, you, have to, you have to be able to turn around. I understand, Frankie. Not everybody's built like us. No, I understand that. But if you if you know that this is what it is, yeah, and you want to do better, at that point, you already know you want to do better. So they I, need to do it themselves. They need to find it. I get what you're saying, Frankie. No one could disagree <laughs> with what you're saying right now. But what I'm telling you is you're saying like they need to find it. But I'm trying to tell you that certain people may never find it because they don't know that whether they need to look for it or not. That's a different story. But that's what this study is about. No, you've never that study that study's stupid. <laughs> okay. That's, that's All right, stupid. They need to come talk to me. All right, Frankie. All right. <laughs> I cannot. Oh, man. All right. So The Rock got into a little bit of trouble this uh, past week. The Rock was doing a show called uh, he's in a movie with Kevin Hart called Super Pets. Right. And in the movie, they pay they play as two pets uh, to Batman and Superman. Um, I didn't see the movie yet. Uh, it looks like one of those, you know, regular Pixar movies or whatever. But the reason why The Rock got into a little bit of hot water is because they some interviewer asked him a question. If you could be the pet to anybody, who would it be? And he said, oh, I would be Meg Thee Stallion's pet. Now, for those that don't know, Meg, Meg Thee Stallion is a popular rapper. She does a lot of dancing. She's quite, uh, I want to say, she's considered like the it symbol, the, 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 the thing that people like. Like a lot of dudes like her. And I think The Rock kind of said it in a way to say, hey, I'm going to pick the most popular celebrity woman out there who's, considered very attractive and a lot of people like her so i'm gonna say that i want to be her pet so but he said in the in jest because you know the rock is married and uh he has kids and he's chilling but he you know he just gave a funny remark to it anyway his joke didn't sit so well with meg the stallion's uh significant other because she's with a boyfriend and he replied back and he came back kind of hard he kind of hit back not only at the rock but he kind of made a little comment about his wife as well um, and took a dig. And The Rock isn't responding yet, which I don't blame him. He's probably like, who? Um, but anyway, I want to ask you, Frankie, when should someone be offended by a joke? When should someone, like, when is it? Because I remember before we was talking about racist jokes, and I was saying that if the joke is funny, I'm going to let it fly. Right. <laughs> but when should someone feel like, Man, that joke was out of pocket. Like, when should someone feel offended by a joke, do you think? So. Okay. I love this question. <laughs> this, is, this is such a great question. Mm -hmm. um, it's when you don't know the people. And I'm not talking about comedy. Okay. I'm not talking about stand-up comedians. You, we, if you're going to go see a stand-up comedian, you already know what they're going to do. Okay. But if, if somebody you don't know, doesn't, that's, that's where the problem is. Okay, so so you're thinking that when the person who's making the crack isn't someone you're familiar with, that's when it's offensive. So people can take it as offensive. Okay, so oh, I'll, that's when. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll give you an, an okay. example. Go ahead, break I it down. I posted something on Facebook this okay. past week. Yeah, go ahead. All right, and it was about you know 100. percent You know, like it was. You, you saw you saw the whole thing that I posted. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. You and was then, talking about how basically 
on your journey to success, you need to kind of like align with people that can help you reach the destination you're yeah. going to get. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you posted there and then the whole thing you said, uh, because it was Michael Jordan said that, you know, like uh, he wanted Dennis Rodman as part of his team. So because it's it was a person yeah. that was going to be able to help them win championships. And he's yeah. asked Phil Jackson. He said, can you coach him? He said, yes. He goes, get him. Yeah. People disagreed with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People so didn't I, like it. Right. So we posted that, and then you turned around and, and you I said, commented. You commented. You said, um, "I said, Frankie, I'm Michael. I'll, I'll, no. I'll be Michael Jordan." No, I didn't say that. How do you say it? I said, "Frankie." Yeah, I said, "We both know you're the Dennis Rodman of our show." The, right. Well, yes. I got a call. Uh huh. And the person got, took offense to it because uh -huh. the person was like, "Yo, why is he putting you on blast?" Yeah. Why is he taking a cheap shot? Why he's taking a cheap shot? And I read it and I cracked up and I was gonna reply, oh, okay, so I'm your Dennis Rodman, you know, you're the John Starks for the Knicks, yeah. you know. When, and but to me, I saw that, but yeah, if they don't know you, yeah, they they're like, they're gonna defend what they who they who they know. Uh -huh. So the person called me and said, yo, I don't appreciate them put you on blast, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Uh -huh. Go look at the post, and I, and I spent 15 minutes with this person yeah. on the phone explaining. That dude, it's a joke. This yeah. is this is who we are. This is what we do. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, but I don't I don't appreciate it. That's a 50-50 show and all this and all that. And I'm like, I know. He goes, but he shouldn't be putting that stuff out there. He don't know you. And he actually wanted to post a comment. And I I'm wish like, he would have. And I'm like, and I'm like, look, listen, <laughs> I'm gonna be very honest with you. I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna just tell I'm gonna talk yeah. to him about it and let him know that somebody took offense to it. Again, they don't know our our relationship, yeah, and don't understand our humor, and 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 I and I get it to a point. I appreciated the fact that he's like trying uh -huh. to defend me. He pulled he pulled the Will Smith, yeah, but he he, wanted, he thought I was Chris Rock, <laughs> but he didn't slap you. <laughs> he wanted to, it's cool, <laughs> but at the same at the same time, he doesn't know who you are. So that's that's where yeah. people need to understand that it's a you know like yeah, we do a show together, but we're also friends, and you shouldn't take offense to stuff like this because yeah. it's basically us. Just being who we are when there's no mic around. Yeah, because this is this is sarcasm for us is on the fly all day every day. Yep. So I get it. Uh huh. I spoke to him. He was not happy. Uh huh. But I I, I didn't. Does he I, listen to the show? Uh, oh yeah, he'll 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 hear this. Okay, so that's good because I specifically want to talk to him. <laughs> um. So this is the thing. So <laughs> so the cool thing is, uh, like, I like, and this is the funny part. I, nine times out of ten, besides if it's not the show, I usually don't post anything on social media. I've given up on social media, to be honest with you, because social media is a cesspool of just negativity for me. Like, I just think I used to like social media when it was the days of you go on, you see. Like, I'm looking forward to these next few weeks because people are going to be posting their, their kids going back to school and I get to see their little kids oh, I outfits. Should, I love that. Honestly. I should have I posted the picture of me when I went back to work. Oh yeah! Oh wow! My no, we, we, back, I, I actually took a picture. Well, oh, you did? Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna find it. I love that kind of stuff, but that's the stuff that I love. Like, I love seeing kids when they go to their prom. I like seeing kids when they're graduating. I like seeing my friends and their families go up, and that's the stuff that I enjoy. I love seeing people celebrate their anniversaries. That's the stuff because I feel like that's what social media was kind of crafted on and built on. Like, I think it was built upon, you know, staying connected to people you care about and staying in their lives and. And, uh, you know, when you can't see them. Right. And this is a part of a way to stay in the life. So that's the part that I enjoy. Honestly, ever since politics kind of stepped into the room of social media, I feel like it kind of all went left. And you started seeing more about your your friends than you wanted to. 
And that's when I started moonwalking away because I feel like no civil conversation can be really had on social media because everybody acts like if you're talking to them on social media, everyone thinks that the world is watching. <laughs> like, I got to be careful on my, my P's and Q's what I say here because I can't let you get the upper hand on me in this conversation, right? The only thing I tell everybody about social media is that if you actually have a legit job, yeah, a responsible job and you're trying to be responsible, yeah. Your company has the right to see your data. Oh yeah. And if They'll you look put something out there and you put or you take a picture with your middle finger or you're doing something that's like something that can give them a bad reputation, don't get mad when they pull your file. When they pull your file and they tell you you got to go. Yeah. That's legit. Reality check. Yeah. That, that, every, it's, it's public information. Just like we were talking about with the documentary. People can take what you put out there and use it against you. So you got to be careful. So that's why I said, you know what? Let me stop. I'm going to moonwalk away from this. And now, so when Frankie put his post up, which, and the reason why I made the joke of calling him Dennis Rodman wasn't to be egotistical or, or to say that I'm the Michael Jordan or and you're the Scotty or me trying to take a lead or anything like that. The joke was that Frankie's a wild card. Frankie is crazy. <laughs> Frankie's going to say whatever he's going to say, which is basically how Dennis Rodman has lived his whole life, which is being unapologetic to his opinions, his thoughts, his actions, and whatever he wants to do. So my joke was like, oh, you're definitely him because yeah. this dude is crazy. That was what the joke was. Now, when I feel like this, if the joke doesn't land or if you have to explain the joke to somebody, then it's not a good joke. <laughs> so I deleted the comment because if I, I have to, have. If I have to explain the joke, <laughs> then it's not a good joke. Yeah, Everybody should just get the joke. The same way you get it when you pick up an iPhone or a Samsung, you should know how to use it. You should know where it's going. So anyway, long story short, I got rid of the joke. So now, now back to the question. When does a joke actually offends me? My, and it kind of goes back to when we were talking about with the racist jokes. My thing is, if the joke is towards me, I consider myself to have thick skin. Mm -hmm. I, I, if it's a good joke, I'm going to laugh, even if it's offensive. Like if you say something, a black joke, or if you say... Uh, big lips or big eyes, whatever you want to say, I'm pro or big nose, whatever it's going to be, the joke is on me, I'm going to laugh with you because I could take a joke. It's only offensive once you take it beyond me. Once you start talking about my children or exactly. if you talk about my family members, now we have a problem. Right. Because now they're, they're, cause they're, it's almost like they shouldn't be collateral damage to your joke. Like you, if you directing the joke at me and you coming at me, make it about me. Make fun of me all you want. Talk about my voice. Talk about my face. Do whatever you got to do. But don't go beyond that. I feel like once you do that, now you're out of bounds. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you 100%. So, so what do you do when they, when they offend you? Do you double down on your joke and go offensive back? Have you ever heard me? <laughs> I know you do, Frankie. Do you Frankie hear does the not, mouth that I have? Frankie doesn't turn the other cheek. I, listen, I, I don't. Listen, it was just a few seconds ago when Felix talked about my forehead. I told him his forehead starts at the back of his neck. Yeah. But, you know, but it's, you know, we know that I, I know Felix. Yeah, yeah. So we can go back and forth. Now, I will tell you one thing. If somebody else hopped on here. And started going at Felix, oh, we're going to have a Felix, problem. We're gonna, we're go, we're, I'm going to so rip into that person. Yeah, because you don't know Felix. But DJ I, Capo, Capo. <laughs> Calvo, Calvo. Oh, Carro? Yeah, bald. Oh, but. Calvo. Calvo. It's sick to English. I, 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 I. You got to write it. I, I can only read C -A -L -V -O. Spanish. C-A-L-V-O. That's what I said, Calvo. 
DJ Calvo. You Calvo. sound like Nick when he was trying to pronounce my last like, name. It's like when I, I say Chipotle. <laughs> it's Chipotle. <laughs> in the front of the house, and Nick was trying to pronounce Cartagena. He was like, Yo, we were dying. He sounded, he sounded Nick, like he half, sound... half a mariachi band. Nick, Nick, you got it right. <laughs> he was like, Oh, my gosh. So let me tell you what happened yesterday. Okay. Hey, Mimi. <laughs> so let me tell you what happened yesterday. What's up? So we, you know, we had, you know, Cameron's cousin came over. And Nick, you know, had a little barbecue here, so Nick and Maria came over, and John and Tina, the neighbors, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they're like, "Oh, there's a football." Frank invited everybody but me. Ain't yeah, this yeah you weren't invited. Yeah, look at that. I only come here for the life lessons. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> hey, I got you here on a Sunday. Yeah, he did. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> so, so you know, so we're all hanging out. So Nick has a football. Okay. And, and you know, so we start tossing it back and forth, back and forth. Mm -hmm. So we all know that my vertical, my vertical leap is what half an, half an inch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good sign. Well, that's I went leap. three inches. Shut up. Well, Paul. Dude, I went up, <laughs> and as, as fast as I went up is as fast as I landed Oof. on my butt, man. And and I. Oh, you landed on your butt oh in front my of God. everybody. In front. Of, oh my no, the God. Best part is that Why is no one getting video of this? Nick and Maria is the only ones that see me. So so I talked oh. to Nick today, right? Oh. And they're like, Oh, we've been laughing about that all day. <laughs> I spoke to him. I'm like, hey, what's going on? How's everything? He goes, oh my God, you know, we, great time yesterday. We had a good Yo. time. Oh, we just Yo, keep Felix, laughing. Did you win all Brockman? <laughs> <laughs> I did a hell of a rebound. <laughs> he came down without the ball. I came. <laughs> Yo, I ate dirt. Yo, oh my God. Yo, I ate Bro. dirt. Yo, that is hilarious. So, Yo, you jumping and landing on your face is hilarious. Yo, they were they were killing me, and they, oh. they were like, "Oh, that's all we did. We laughed today Yo, about that, dude." I would. Why did no one has video of this? Thank God. You could have just sent this to me. No. Like, oh man. Again, like with my humor, it has to happen on the fly right then and there. Oh my god, you gotta be there for to experience it. But yeah, so I, yo, and that was by my grill. Yeah. So I, I, and I no, and I did a great <laughs> jump. Listen, I went, I, and I went yo, up with both hands up. Wait, you I went, did a Jerry Rice, bro. Yeah. I did a Jerry. My hands were up here. Wait, Nick. and then I slipped on my way up because I, you know, I have that little. Did you have? Part. Did you have the slides on? No. I didn't have the slides. <laughs> Come on. Wait, they, wait, Nick threw the ball up. Right, so I went to I went to catch the ball. You went ball. to get it, yeah. I went and as I, my hands were up. I took a little <laughs> slip on the on the deck that I have around the grill. Yeah, it was bro, bad grease there. <laughs> yo, no, no grease. I just took a bad step. I know. Bro, as I was coming down, I'm like, bro, uh oh, <laughs> yo. <laughs> I, I, it was at that moment I knew I, I screwed up. <laughs> Dude, I landed so hard. Yo. I, you think that the Nick and Maria would have came over Dude, here? I would have like, been. I'd, I'd have left. I would have had to leave because there's no way I would have had to go to the bathroom. I look up, right? <laughs> I'm looking up like if I like if I was coming out of like a war zone. Oh, I look up and I and all I see God. is Nick and Maria laughing. Dude, they must have went home. I would have went home. I'd be like, yo, I can't be here. Like, I'm not gonna be able to function for the rest of the day. And, and they're staring at me, and I'm like, I'm like, how? Oh my God. <laughs> yo, that is great. I was dying. Oh, yeah, man. so that was, that was part of yesterday. That was, you oh, know, my God. their entertainment. Oh, Nick's parents came over. Oh, my God, I'm crying. They called me Ralph Crampton. Oh. <laughs> Yo, I don't want to tell you what my... I don't want to tell you what my kids thought you looked like. What? Oh, no. Now you're going to have to say it now because everybody's going to have to hear it. Cause oh, I, man. I, I can't go off on your kids because I love them and you're their father and oh, I don't want to fight. Why? I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't blame both kids. I can only blame my son. And he did. He met it in the most sweetest way. Oh, look at Frank. He looks like Fred Flintstone. No, oh, well, <laughs> he was. We was watching Paul Blart. The oh, the ball cop. Oh, yeah. That's that's. Why did he take you look like Kevin James? <laughs> oh, that's common though. He was like, 
he looks like Frankie. <laughs> and he was on the Segway. <laughs> I said that. That's that's oh when I got married God. when I had that mariachi mustache. I can't, I can't, and the mustache. <laughs> I'm done. So Maria's like, I jumped up to try to help, help oh you, but my be, God. but between the laughing, and and, 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 the, and oh, and her daughter, yeah, she's yeah, not step back, back down. But yeah, nobody oh came God. to help. All right, Frankie, let's get back on, let's get back on rails. Like, yeah, no, the, the yeah, I've I've been, uh, like my cousins call me the King of Queens. Are you serious? Oh, it's for years. I don't see it though. Really? But I thought, but I, when he said it, I say because he was so silly in the movie. Yeah, I had to crack it out. I was like, I could totally see Frankie pulling this off. Yeah, no. So, um, all right, can we focus? No. All right, hold on, Frankie. I had a question for you. Do you equate high prices with high quality? No. Break it down for me. Just because they put a high price on it doesn't mean that it's quality. It's just that they're they're, they're price gouging. I know. No, no, no. Like, say for example, you go to if, if you had to choose between your restaurants, do you think that? The restaurants with the higher prices no. will probably give you the better quality food. No, because I I know for a fact that there's places that I've gone to that are hole in the walls that are like um best food. Best food ever. And they're like, okay, sixty bucks, seven of you. <laughs> I was like, Are you kidding me? So I'll tell you. So I went out to when I worked for the publishing company, yeah. I used to go out to Jefferson City, Missouri. Got gotcha. you. And, and and you know, I every time we go out there, I'm like, I wanna I, you know, I wanna try he, Felix oh, says Patterson has uh, a great hole in the wall. Yeah, they do. They do. Those are bullet wounds. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get into place. Yeah. They don't even have doors anymore. Just go through the bullet holes. Takes a, takes a three shot minimum. Yeah. <laughs> no, so we would go out there and there's this Mexican restaurant. Okay. Best hole in the wall Mexican food I've ever had in my life. Oh, nice. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the reviews back then, the, you know, it, were, it wasn't like you got Yelp or anything. We're talking yeah, 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 yeah. in the 90s. And um, it was just like great food. I had five of us would eat for eighty bucks, and we're talking wow, about wow, that's drinks, crazy, yeah, including drinks, that's appetizers, like, yeah. and everything. So I don't, I don't, I don't do that. Now there are certain places that I, I, you know, that I've gone to, and I'm like, yeah, you're charging this for that? Yeah, 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 yeah. And some there's steakhouses out here that are yeah, garbage. There's a, yeah, oh, there, yeah, there's a ton of them. They, they pay you, you pay more for atmosphere yeah. and the look. More than the actual food, so yeah. that's that's good that you said that because I was gonna say most of the time when you're when you go to these places, some a lot of times you go to these places, it's not about they're they're, they're charging you for that experience. Yeah, yeah, it's not just the food. It's like the Rainforest. Okay. It's like Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, no, <laughs> dude, you're just going in for the animals. The food is trash. Yeah, so <laughs> we we went out to um, we were out in Lancaster a couple of weeks ago, and uh, we went to this place called Hunger and Thirst. Okay, Hunger and Thirst. Hunger and Thirst, right? Dude, food, great. The atmosphere is great. The price was even better. Wow. A little hole in the wall. So yeah. We, that's it, good stuff. Yeah. But, you know, and, and it was reasonable. The steak was like $35 for a ribeye, and it was like, yeah. a, like a 12 ounce. Not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. So, you know, it was good. The, the drinks were reasonably priced, and it was like, I think. Yeah. It was, I think I ended up paying like. 130 for two of us, which is dirt cheap for Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. That's huge for us to go. Then we went to another place. The drinks were very expensive. Oh, yeah. But you the experience there was yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, different. Yeah. Even though the one was good, yeah. This other place for the drinks, they make their own craft beers, their nice. old vodka and all that. So you're paying for that for that. For that yeah. Totally get it. I really appreciate that stuff. Yeah. But there are places out there that are just overcharging and they're average. 
Yeah, no, I 1000% agree. I do think that uh, at times people will use the high price to create exclusivity because you know only a certain number of people are going to go there to pay those prices or could afford those prices. So they try to like mark up the prices to be premium so that a exclusive group of people will come there and the food just will be so-so. Uh, you're paying more, like you said, Frankie, more for the aesthetic, more for the look, more for the TikTok, more for the Instagram post to say, hey, I went here. Um, a few people hit the mark. But when you do, I do think that certain restaurants who do have like a more catered experience, um, you do get what you pay for sometimes. Yeah. Um, so, like, where's, where, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, Felix, throw on here. There's a place in Oak Ridge that's called the Grillstone. I'm not a fan. Okay. They're overpriced. Look, he, oh, he said, said garbage, garbage and very pricey. pricey. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, he agrees. Uh, I, I, it's just, it's a great looking place, but it's extremely pricey. I, and it's okay. not it's not worth it. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. We should start doing that. We should make a list so all the people could just not be idiots and eat at these places like we did. And pay where Frankie will not tip them. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so, Frankie, you ready? Uh, you have something else? I, I'll let you cook. You want to? Okay, I'll let you do. No, because I have one last thing. Uh, another no, thing. I actually want to talk about actually uh, teachers going. You know, school is about to start and all this and all that. So um, there are teachers that are out there that care about their students and go above and beyond. And we know that yes. who they are. We know. Yes, who my they wife are. one of them. Mm -hmm. uh, Maria's one. We had a friend of ours, Juan Luanda. She was here. She's another teacher who cares. And and again, I really believe, and teachers really need to understand this, that. What they do in front of a student is going to reflect regardless for the rest of their lives. Mm -hmm. They are the parent during school hours. Yeah. And if you treat a kid like crap, that kid is not going to want to be a part of something. So if you're a good teacher, continue being a good teacher. If you're a bad teacher, realize what you're doing to some of these students. Mm -hmm. The reason why I'm saying this is that because I know, I know kids that stop doing, you know, you know, after school programs or sports or music, they gave up on it because they had a bad experience because of a teacher. Mm. Um, and yeah. and the thing is that these people will continue to be there day in and day out because guess what? They got to fill the spot in, but they're not actually teaching anybody, they're actually mm. ruining a kid's experience. I know a kid that doesn't even want to play baseball anymore. Dang. Because the, the coach was just like a complete jerk. But he should just have it within him, Frankie, to go ahead and just pursue that dream no matter what. No, so no, what he's going to do. No, so what he's going to do. No, no. I, I, you see what I, I did see, there? You see, see what I did there? You so what he's going to do, what he's going to do is he's actually, because I spoke to him, he says, I'm going to do rec leagues and I'm going to work mm -hmm. my way through there. Good. So once he gets out of this school and he mm -hmm. goes to high school, he'll qual he'll, he'll do it through that, that through there. See? I knew, I knew you were going to go there. I'm just messing with you, man. I know you, but you know, teachers. You know, like I, yeah. I, I get. You know, and some some teachers teach for the paycheck. They do. I mean, once they get uh, sort of their tenure, yeah. I think they feel like they're unfireable. So you do get a lot of bad teachers, and you do. I do see a lot of teachers that get burnt out. And yeah. honestly, I sympathize even with the teachers who are burnt out because it was a there was a reason they chose education because they did have a love for it. But there are politics behind education that could be detrimental and take the love out of it. When you, especially when you have teachers who are committed to the students and they want to do well for the students and they don't get the backing from the Board of Ed or because school funding isn't available to give certain children the proper attention that's needed, this can be very discouraging for a teacher because you could have a kid who is struggling 
academically, like having trouble focusing and they need added assistance or they need more teachers aides to help him or help her to get the assistance they need. And unfortunately, because of resources, because of funding, those things can't be provided. And then as a teacher who wants that kid to succeed, you kind of feel like you're handcuffed. And then we have this whole thing of, you know, no child left behind. So you push the kid up a grade level, knowing that that kid is not prepared for the next grade. And um, it's just tough. So, so your wife put here, she doesn't know a teacher that does it for the paycheck. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I will tell you that if you if you look at some of the salaries for some yeah. of these teachers that are not in this in the area that you live in, yeah. they're very, very comfortable. Oh, well. And they've been teaching for like 35 years, and they're making bank. It varies. I would say. Depending on where they are. I would say uh, depending, definitely demographically, but even at the highest end of the demographic where they're at, me and you will outblow any teacher. Believe it or not, unless oh. it's a college professor working at like Harvard or Purdue School, me and you will do laps around that teacher. Oh, so. oh, uh, no, salary, in less yeah. years. Oh yeah. So well, like, what I'm saying is like, even though the most prestigious teachers with all the accolades and all the certifications, they will not really align or match anyone in corporate America with well, experience. But then yet, there's some of the big, the millionaires. Remember that? Remember that show? I do remember that show. <laughs> but that was, but remember that show, and that's that's a perfect segue to my finance topic that I was going to talk about. Yes, if you guys remember, go back and listen to the oldest podcast where we talked about some of the most mil- uh, millionaires uh, in our country, or people who become millionaires are besides the corporate people and so forth. But teachers was one of them as well, and it's because they are on a very fixed salary, and they have their pension, and they have their due. They do their due diligence with saving for retirement uh, early in their career, more so than other people, um, which is why they're able to secure uh, very well uh, retirement in the future. But, yeah, I wanted to uh, – Let me. I don't want to cut you off. Do okay, you have more on that? No, go ahead. I got one more thing, so, but that's good. You sure? Yeah, no. Okay. Well, I might still, I still have time. So um, we, we have plenty of time. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. I have two things. Okay. All right, anyway, I'll try to do this one quick. So one of my friends uh, stum- like one, has been wanting to listen to our podcast – for a long time, but you know, she just hasn't had enough time to dedicate to it. And she's not really a podcast listener. Like she doesn't listen and her commute is very short. And then one day she says, you know what? I I, want to support you guys. I love what you guys are doing. I want to support. And she made it her, she listened to our most recent episode, what the hack. And after she listened to that episode, she loved it. Went back into the archives, started binge listening our shows. And as she was going through the shows, the earlier shows, me and you touched a lot on saving and, uh, preparing for your future and a lot of stuff like that. And then she called me and was like, hey, you know, I'm in a much better place than I was before. And I'm trying to figure out how do I get started with building my sort of finances? She was like, I don't really know where to begin. She says, you guys gave us a lot of great content, but I don't know where to begin. So I just wanted to just quickly just jump on the, the points that I shared with her to share with somebody else who might be a first time listener, didn't go back and listen to those older episodes and just tell you some of the things that I shared with her to hopefully help somebody out there. So one of the first things I said to her is one, <clears throat> build a budget. The same way how you got to track, like if you wanted to lose weight, you got to track your diet, you got to track what you're eating, you got to track what you're spending. Uh, the best way to do that, I use an app called Personal Capital. It's a free app. There's no cost involved. I use it. It's a great way for you to track your money. You can link all of your bank accounts onto this platform. And once you link your bank accounts, it'll look at your statements and your activity, all of your transactions, link your credit card, and it'll basically just populate real cool light. It'll say, hey, this is the money you got coming in. This is the money you got going out. And not only that, it will categorize your transactions as to where you're spending. So you could say, hey, me and Frankie, we go to too many restaurants. 
too much, most of my expenses are tied up in restaurants like steakhouses and places we like to eat <laughs> that are not overpriced <laughs> that are not overpriced because but i'm still for it. still spending too much money in there um second thing i told her was after you have that established and you now see where your money is going uh if you haven't already please establish your 401k a lot of people overlook a 401k especially if you're in the education system because you think that hey i'm gonna have a pension my company's gonna take care of me they told me they're gonna have a pension a lot of people overlook the 401k. They say 58% of America does not have a 401k. If you don't have a 401k, I do suggest that you start immediately, especially depending on your age. I would start anywhere between 5 to 8%, depending on your age and retirement window. That was the second thing I told her. The third thing I told her says, hey, once you got your 401k established, once you got your budget established, um, <clears throat> focus on the debt. Got to pay off all your debt. Anything you have that is outstanding, specifically credit cards, Find a way to bundle those things like you would a Verizon package <laughs> and figure out a way how you could pay them off. Do a balance transfer. You can look on bankrate.com. They have a listing of tons of credit cards and ways that you could do a balance transfer to consolidate your debt into one credit card. Give yourself one monthly payment and pay it off. Or you could look up what we call the snowball method, which is a methodical way of paying off uh, your credit cards uh, by interest rate level. So, yeah. I just gave it those little um, <clears throat> tidbits. And by all means, please go back and listen to our older episodes uh, and give those a binge because at the end of each of those episodes, we kind of have like finance tips like this all the time. And uh, go ahead. <clears throat> so a couple of things that you can do that's that, you know, if you don't want to do the app, some people are very like uh -huh. weary about pen apps and paper and stuff like that. They do pen and paper. You know, the old school technique that uh -huh. that was taught was like, uh, you know, you have these envelopes and you each, each you know, each one has you know, this is the electric bill, this is the cable bill, yeah. and all this and all that. Take an envelope and say savings, and whatever is supposed to go in there goes in there. So if, you, if you're dedicating $100 a paycheck that goes into the savings, that's a bill. Mm -hmm. Look at it as a bill that you have to pay. You have to pay this like you do your electric bill and everything else. Yeah. And then you take that, whatever you put in there, and you put it away. Yeah, I like it. That, that's another good way of doing it because um, – there's a thousand different ways to save, but if you don't do, if you don't take the first step, it doesn't matter. Absolutely no, I like that, Frankie. Some people like to physically hold the cash, and sometimes that's a great way for you to get more uh, strict with your money. Take your money and hold it, <laughs> and then allocate it, like Frankie said. Put it in the different envelopes, and sometimes hold it. Also, definitely build up your savings uh, because as you're building your your retirement journey, you want to definitely have substantial savings. Some people say you should have somewhere between three months of emergency savings saved up in uh, a savings account that's quickly accessible. So God forbid you have a car issue or you have a, a medical emergency, you have some money uh, there without touching your retirement account or touching any other areas or using credit cards to get you out of there. Hey, row, row, row. Rose in the building. Rose in the building. All right, so one last thing I want to touch on, then you could uh, kick it. So Frank, yeah, another friend that I spoke to was like, um, uh, we was, we, I don't know how we got into the conversation, um, but we were talking, going back and forth and he was like, yo man, like he goes, how do you prioritize people in your life? Like, how do you prioritize all of your relationships that you have? And he's like talking about his family members, you know, cause I, sometimes he gets into arguments with his, uh, significant other because his mom will make, you know, need him to do things and he has to put his mom first. So he's like, I put my mom first. She comes before everybody. And he was like, uh, and then before my mom's like, you know, I got to take care of my kids. And then, and I said, well, what is the priority? Like, how do you prioritize the different relationships in your life? And he broke it down to me and said, well, my kids are number one. They come before everybody. I die for my kids. I do da 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 for my kids. Second person, he was like, obviously, my mother come for next after that. 
And I'm like, okay. And he says, then it's my, then it's my, uh, then it's my wife. And then it's my friends. No, actually, I'm sorry. I got that wrong. He says, his friends, then his wife. And I was like, can you Damn. Know? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't let, like her? Let me, let me, let me tell you. So I said, yo, I started going down this rabbit hole with him. Cause I was like, I said, all right, fam, like, walk me through this. Like, why would you pick your friends? He's like, yo, I knew my friends before my wife and I'm gonna know my friends after my wife. So God forbid anything ever happened. You know, those are my peoples. They did for me. They did for me. And I said, okay. And I said, and your kids are number one? He said, yeah, my kids are number one. Nobody comes before my kids. I got to do everything I can. How'd you get he, the kids? He says, the way I live is for my kids. All right. So he's going on. And I'm like, all right, you could. And so I said, so now your mama. And, you know, and I, can't, I can't knock anybody who, you know, put their mama up there. You know, that's your mama. Um, but he was like, yeah, my mama's second. Like, after my kids, it's my mom. Because I depend on my mom. My mom helps me with my kids. I said, okay. So, Frankie. I like to switch gears and throw the ball over to you, brother. How do you prioritize your relationship? And then I'll tell you what I told him <laughs> in my response. And and I, I have a feeling that mine will probably be different than both of yours. But go ahead, Frankie. <laughs> okay, it's the priority? Yeah, the priority. Give me the ranking. Who's number one? My kids. Okay. Hands down. Kids. Hands down, kids are first. Because, okay, they're not adults. They 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 need to be molded to so they can survive in this world. So, you know, that's that's our responsibility as parents to guide them so they can become independent and, and show them stuff that the world is not going to teach them or show it to them. And some of them are, uh, it's love. Uh-huh. The world does not teach you love. The, the world teaches you how to be defend, uh, defensive. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, the, the world does not teach you how to balance a checkbook. So mm-hmm. you got to teach that to your kids. Obviously, uh-huh. love my kids and they're number one. Number two is my wife. Got you. Number three is my mother. Got you. Okay. And, and then after that. Then it's your friends. It, no, no. No, it's your relatives. Sorry. It's the whether they're friends or family. Listen to what I'm going to say. Okay. I like where he's going with this. Look at it. <laughs> I love it. It's I love those it. who I consider family to me. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got and it. And then it's other. Other. <laughs> One hundred percent other. Yeah, there is there is no yeah, there's no mistaking. Where's it. coworkers? Others. Coworkers is after other. Oh, that's just a part of other. No, no, so coworkers do not exist in my personal life. I have people that become part of my family that, ah. we, that we've worked that we work together that we've worked together. Got it. And I consider them, but they're not part of coworkers. Coworkers to me are not. We're not family. Yeah, we work together. We, the one thing that we have in common is that we both need a paycheck and we're working for the same company. Got you, got you, got you. Because okay. time of need, your coworker is going to be like, nah, man, I can't help you. Yeah. So you got to go with your priorities. Priorities is, oh, Felix, funny. But, but um, it's always the kids. Uh-huh. Then obviously the wife. Because you can't tell me. You can't tell me. <laughs> oh, my kids are first, but my wife is like number eight. <laughs> How'd you get your kids? I know, I know. I know. So if so, here's here's what I I want to tell people. You're married. Uh huh. And your kids are top priority. Yeah. If you treat their mother like crap, what do you think's gonna happen? Uh huh. If she's not a priority, what do you think's gonna happen? It's gonna affect your kids, who are your number one. Yeah. So fix it. It's so funny because we we play we play this game in my house all the time, and um, my son tells me his rankings. He says one is my grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> They're number one. <laughs> he says, and specifically, he goes, Mima is number one. <laughs> Grandpa is number two. <laughs> At least they got the first two slots. Wait, and then it gets better. Then he goes, then it's my sister. <laughs> then it's that. then it's uh, the parents. <laughs> I was like, how do we end up four? 
Like you, even in fantasy parents, I was like, you, you don't make top. You're not, not even, even a running make, back. I'm not even in the top three. Jesus, you're not even a top pick. I said, man, we didn't nah. even make the cut. Jesus, so, my son is brutal. So I will tell you, uh, Karen, Karen and I, you know, obviously we've been married for like 28 years. Yeah, and she told me that I have too many friends. Do you have too many friends? I have way too many friends. Right, you probably have way more than me. Right. So she always tells me <laughs> that um, that I, like like I like um. Like a gas tank, I'm on full. Okay. I can't put any more friends there. Got you. The only way I can add a friend, yeah, is if I get rid of a friend. Hey man, you had capacity. <laughs> so, so <laughs> it's like a, it's like Hunger Never, Games of friends. Listen, this this is a true story. <laughs> I've done this plenty loose. of times. I'm gonna tell you, and this happens so many times. I'm like, oh my god, you guys are really nice. They're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We should exchange numbers. Yeah, I can't. I, I'm, at, I'm at a limit. <laughs> so they're like, why? I go because my wife told me I have too many friends, and if I, I you get if I add you, I have to get rid of somebody, and I really like the people that I'm friends with right now. I don't know anybody that I'm willing you to You would have made the cut. I, I could put you on a wait list. Yeah. I could put you on a wait list. I'm not even, I'm not even kidding. Just, There's and a I, wait list to be a Frankie friend? Of, 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 of Can Frankie they come friend. to the funeral, Frankie? Oh, my God. So, <laughs> yo, the whole funeral thing has taken such a turn. It's taken a turn. Can I tell you that people are texting me? Mr. Softy pictures. I love it. I love it. They all know. They know what it is. So they're like, oh, I heard that, you know, if you like them, you give them the strawberry shortcake. Yeah. Yo, you got it. Yo, if you didn't make it, (laughs) you get a chocolate clear. (laughs) So they're like, do you, do do I get a strawberry shortcake? I go, you got to wait. You got to wait to see how this movie is. I can't plan this right now. I can't. I just know Frankie, you have to start at least getting the list together. So I I know I have the list. Because you got to give it with, with part of your will. I, no, I have my list. I can't. I have my I list. I cannot. I can't. I already, I already know who gets the, who gets the the extra ice cream. Um, I know who who doesn't get ice cream. You know, you know, and some people are gonna be really pissed off because they're gonna go to the, to the ice cream truck and they're gonna be like, "Can I get it?" And they're like, "In your name." They're gonna sorry. give their name. And goes, ah, you're not on the list. I'm like, sorry, you're dead. Like, the Yo, they're gonna be like, "Excuse me, can you move to the side for people yeah. that care?" Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> can you just move to the side? You have sorry. no. <laughs> sorry, you're on the Choco Taco list. Yeah. You need to go to Mr. Ice Cream. He's you're, coming up behind us. On you're the not on this one. <laughs> oh my god, people just like, are you serious? That's what they, yeah, that's what I want. I can't. But no, oh, man. but oh, getting back to the whole thing, it's yeah. like family to me is always. I've always said it before. It's yeah. it's it's not always blood. It's always defined by who you are in my life and how mm-hmm. I can see you with my family, mm-hmm. with my wife and my kids. I told you already. I cut people out. Yeah, yeah, I, and I have no problem doing it because. If it doesn't fit for me, yeah, that means that if I leave you there, my kids are going to turn around and go, oh, I can accept being abused by this person or this person saying this or this person doing this. Mm-hmm. That's not happening. I'm teaching my kids right now. If they don't belong, they get rid of them. Yeah. No, I feel you. Day in and day out, I do that. And They're not you, making you better. They got to go. They got to go. So oh, right man, now I have two slots. You have two available. slots still. All right, yo, guys, look, if you want to be on a Frankie's uh, friend list, please send an email to lifelessonswithidiots at gmail.com. Uh, he is accepting applications. There will be a screening. Yes, there, um, there is a screening. <laughs> you will need to provide your musical taste as well as things that grind your gears, things that irritate you, so we can determine whether or not you pass clearance. Yeah, so there, there are definitely certain people that, you know, like, I'm okay with the musical taste. 
Yeah, as long as they're not coming here with like sacrificing music or animals and stuff like that. Oh God, that. no. Yeah, yeah, that type of music I can't. Um, but yeah, I, I have two slots that are currently open because um, I got you, rid of a couple. You got rid of a couple? Cool. Yeah. Yeah, there were a couple. Were they together? And no, then two you different just people. Oh, two different people. Yeah. No, then <laughs> all right, you gave. I don't them. even think they know each other. All right. Oh, that was nice of you. Yeah. But uh, they just didn't make it, huh? Ne- well, you know what it is. It's just like you grew apart. No, it's like th- these are people that there was no impact in our lives. There was nothing there. I mean, the conversation, okay. the co- the conversation has always been, uh, me, uh, me, dude. You're not the only one. Suck it up. You're fifty. Uh, yeah, that's fair. I mean, like I I can't have a guy yeah. who thinks that he's twenty three years old and still trying to live in his mom's house. No, I feel you. Oh yeah, my god. I, yeah, Jesus. you know, it's like get it together, guys. You know, it's like and and, and it should be legit. in you. You shouldn't want better for yourself. Yeah, it's legit <laughs> that I feel that I feel that you know everybody's gonna do what they're gonna do in life. Yeah. But if that's the life that you chose, don't complain about it. Yeah, and I and I can't be a part of it. I cannot be a part of it. I, I, I can't see myself going to hang out with them and be like, oh, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna listen to you cry. Nah, yeah, yeah, not yeah. doing it. Yeah, you don't you don't do that. You don't listen to the criers. No, well, no, I I will. No, because you then I'm gonna be like, yeah, Frankie. this one's off the list. <laughs> <laughs> like, geez, look at that, Frankie. He'll nix you if you cry in front of. Look, Frankie will not cry. He's like, yo. How yeah. the grown man cries. Yeah, <laughs> I, and I, I just, I just don't get it. And there's another, another type of person I don't like, and I've gotten rid of in my in my life, are people that abuse relationships and friends. Ah, okay. Walk and me it's through not, that. And it's not that they're like, like hurting them. Like, um, you mean like just taking advantage, they're, they're or completely taking advantage? They're, okay. they're taking advantage of the fact that somebody loves them, mm. right? And 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 taking advantage that that person's always going to be there. Okay. They're taking advantage that that person has never said no. So I want to give people the reality check. Everything has a beginning and everything has an end. Uh-huh. One day that person is not going to be there. And when that person is no longer there, guess what's going to happen? You're going to be like, I screwed up. Yeah. So don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to people. Don't hurt people just because you're being self-centered. You know, if you don't want to be with somebody, tell them you don't want to be with them. If you don't, if you don't use them, if you don't want them around or you only want them for convenience, you're hurting them. Mm-hmm. Let them go. Because there are people out there that really just day in and day out will do anything for, for, for specific people and just waiting for something good to happen. It's not going to happen if the person is selfish. Yeah. It does it doesn't work. I can't stand Felix. <laughs> I really can't. But seriously, you know, you, you just can't you you can't do that to people. So if you're if you're going to commit to having a friendship and I'm, and I'm calling it friendship, be the friend. Mhm. Don't 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 abuse a valuable person in your life because once they're gone, they're gone for good. And I really believe that. And I feel that sometimes, you know, like I've, I've had that experience where people were like, I'm like, yo, why are they playing me? So guess what? I got rid of them. And that's how, hence how I ended up with a couple of good slots. All right, Mimi, she already submitted her application. So make sure we review that later after the show. Okay. <laughs> and then Felix over here says he went from Robin to Oprah. Went, went to Oprah. <laughs> no, but uh, I do feel you. Yeah, Felix, you, you're, you're, you're exactly right. It is a two-way street. Um, if, if somebody's going to... If somebody's gonna like you, they're gonna like you. If somebody's gonna love you, they're gonna love you. But you can't, you're not gonna get the same emotions from everybody. But respect is what should be go both ways. And people need to be able to do that. Respect the people. 
because you're there are people out there that are really hurting others just for personal satisfaction, and that kills me. Mm. Well, I have one more thing, but that's no big deal. We can we can throw this because it won't fall for what we're saying. Okay. Well, I um I didn't get to get my list, so my my brief ranking. Uh, I'll keep it short because I know we're coming to the end of this show and. I still got to get out there and walk the dog. Um, so long story short, if I had to do my ranking, it would be much different than Frankie's. However, I will add two more slots to my particular list. Um, my ranking list is obviously one. Uh, I feel like number one has got to be the relationship you have with your spirituality or whoever you call God or your creator. I feel like everything starts there first. You have to find some sort of balance in your life or some sort of faith or hope that you want to base your principles on. And I feel like everything starts there with that relationship. Because when all things and when all people are gone, you need that faith and hope to keep you pushing on. The second person in my relationship is obviously myself. I have eight imaginary friends. Um, <laughs> Yo, I was going to talk to you about them. Uh, they must They must take they, – they've been with you the longest. Yeah, they've been with me the longest, ride or die. And I told you, my loyalty is deep. So my imaginary friends is definitely getting number two. Um, because when – when the chips were down and in my darkest of moments, uh, my imaginary friends were there uh, and they gave me the counsel that I needed. And when all things are said and done, they will still be there. But no, in all seriousness, I do think that you have to be right with yourself and have to love yourself and you have to take care of yourself in order for you to be able to properly take care and love other people. I feel like most times we do put our kids first and we do put our relationships first prior to taking care of ourselves. And what happens is when those relationships grow apart, or those relationships, say like your children, when they go out into the world to go build their families and start their lives. And if you put all your hopes and dreams into your kids and you lose your purpose in life, because if you never took care of one and two, which is your faith and your purpose and your hope and yourself, if you never took care of that, you will have a hard time adjusting to your life when your children are gone. So I do think that, yes, you are supposed to instill in them the love and care and guidance that you're supposed to give to them. Um, and I think, but you have to take care of yourself and make sure you don't pass on your trauma and your flaws and your struggles to your children as well. So you have to take care of yourself, be a leader, be someone that they can look to, to be inspired by kids watch more of your actions than a lot of the things that you say. So how you, how you go about your day to day is a great representation of what they see. So I would say my first two is definitely God. And second one is going to be me. Third is definitely going to be my children. Obviously, I feel that is my, as any parent's obligation, if you bring life into this world, it's your utmost obligation to ensure that you give them the best chance of surviving in this world as possible. I feel like every parent wants their child to just continue to exceed even their, the, the distance in life that they've gone. So I want my kids to just be happy, be secure, be well, and be safe. Because uh, once again, I help bring them into this world. I want the best for them. And of course, I put my wife at fourth. And then fifth, obviously, family. And like Frankie says, there's tons of family that I have made from friendships, long-standing friendships that I hold much closer than people who I'm related to by blood. So thankful for all of them. And, of course, everybody else, they fall into the other. Oh, actually, no. Uh, five, five is going to be the rest of the idiots who, who uh, listen to this show. Appreciate you guys. You guys are the bomb and holding it down. And Felix says I sound like Joel, Joel Olstein. So I'm going to hold that down. Praise the Lord, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to go check that wall, see if you still have any stash. <laughs> all right, yo, no, all seriousness, thank you guys for hanging on. Thank you guys for rocking with us. And thank you guys for staying in for the whole show. We hope you guys enjoyed it. We definitely enjoyed giving you guys this show. You guys are the reason why we 
do this show. Uh, this is a great outlet for me and Frankie to just kick it and also share some of our many lessons so that all of you could achieve your many blessings. We thank you guys for all that you guys are commenting here. Felix, you were the MVP tonight. You you was going bananas in this chat. <laughs> Love the interaction. And also everybody else who was in the chat, Maria, Nick, uh, Mimi, Roro, uh, my beautiful wife, uh, and so many others who I can't see because Frankie will not adjust the screen for me to see. Um, but if you're in there, we, we appreciate you guys. We thank you for rocking with us. Uh, who did I miss? Did I miss somebody, Frankie? Uh, well, we have here, we have uh, Nick's still Who's... here, Maria, your wife, yeah. ETF Phoenix, James is there. Um... All right, James. Yeah, shout out to James. Yo, thank you guys. Again, thank you guys for tuning in. Please continue to spread the word. I can promise you, word is getting, it's traveling fast. If you guys didn't see on our Facebook, or also on, Insta on uh, Instagram, We've been climbing the rankings, guys. I mean, we're getting noticed. There are over 11,000 podcasts in comedy alone, and your idiots cracked the top 100. We were at rank 78 at our peak, and we still hovering around 100. So if you look at 11,000 podcasts and you see Life Lessons with Idiots in the top 100, I'm just saying, we doing our thing. <laughs> and it's all thanks to you guys. So appreciate you guys. Please follow us on Spotify. Follow us on um Google Cast, Apple Podcast, Samsung Podcast, whatever streaming service you prefer to listen to. And I uh, appreciate you guys. You guys have a great night. Enjoy the rest of your week. We love y'all. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Peace. We out of here. Life lessons with idiots. Till next time. Peace. 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 <laughs> oh, good. Felix. Felix said he butchered my name. Now nah, you good, homie. Yeah, Felix is good. It's better than him putting ration. Everybody <laughs> calls you ration. Everybody calls you ration. My Indian people will still call me ration. Uh, my brother in law calls you ration. <laughs> ah, good stuff. Oh, I did legs today, so I'm cramping up, so don't mind me. I'm like walking like an old man right now. Oh, my God. Legs are stiff as cardboard. Uh, so Felix is still listening. He he wants to know we gotta talk bad about him. No, Felix, I'm not gonna no, talk no, bad no. about you. I'll call you. Oh, his last name's Enrique. That's the like, real name, Felix Enrique. Wait, wait, what? His name is Felix Enrique. That's his why is it Spanish people got like eight names in their first name? Really? What's yours? <laughs> what's your middle name? <laughs> no, 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 no. What's your middle name? No, okay, no, no, no. don't start. Oh, no, Enrique. Yo, so how many letters are in your middle name? No, like like a few. Like awesome. <laughs> So, you, so your middle name's got like 19 letters. Yo, it's definitely, it's, it's a, yo, my middle name is Alabasas. <laughs> it's, no, my, I told my friend who's, who's the show. Out of BC. Yo, they're like, what's your middle name? I said, I'm the same, I'm the same, I'm Michael